pictures I got. All right. Now, as far as I'm concerned and that I can see, uh, I'm not frozen. Sound sounds like it's good. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, how you feeling? I am the MC Johnny Rain. I am once again here with the T.R.A.C. And the historian himself, MC Valiant. We have a very special guest tonight. It is the one and only legendary AK-1200. Uh, if I went through the accolades, we would have no time to talk. So uh, I need to everybody say what's up, what's good. Good to see you. Happy quarantine. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. And, uh, if everybody sounds good in the chat, how I sound in the chat, sound off. Valiant, everybody, we talk. Hello there. How you doing? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm talking. You're talking. I'm talking. Check one, check two. I hear you. Off we are bit, talking. Video so We're all talking. Whatever. It's all right. I don't need to hear you. There is a weird delay going on with my thing, but you say, uh, the chat says everybody says sound good, so. We'll make it work. Who cares what it looks like? <laughs> as long as it sounds good, you can put it on in the background and do some. Uh, I'm not even going to look at the camera. I'm cleaning. Yeah, everybody looks good, man. I'm, I'm just doing a little outside check right now. Everybody look good on TV right now. Yes, let me, uh, I, I don't get it. I don't my get internet it. is like, is terrible anyway. Here. Normally Sorry. you're good though. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, crazy, man. All right, we'll work it out. You know, this um, is the era now, bro. This is the era we're gonna be on this mofo for a bit. So poor old people that can't figure out how to use it. Yeah, I'm always bad. You <laughs> after you move the cursor. I got some new headphones. You <laughs> they call me the cooler. <laughs> I'm not taking back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's good, man? How are you? How was your week? How was your how how were you? Uh, uh, if you don't um, mind me setting it off real quick, I'll set it off. Me, I don't mind. But like, get me out of the way, please. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> so you know, uh, all the uh, stuff that's been going on, uh, it's been rather good for me. You know, personally, you know, the little girl. The wifey, the family, my family, you know, back in New York, everybody's 100% solid. You know, of course, there's the little worries of the numbers going up. And uh, I'm just happy that everybody's smart enough and safe enough on my side to, you know, to uh, know what to do and how to handle up on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know. Uh, I was also happy. This one's for AK. I was also happy to hear that West Palm Beach was the smartest county in Florida. <laughs> 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 oh, no. We 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 try to live up to the hype, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh overall everybody's good, everybody's happy, a lot of stuff, you know, and I hope everybody who's in right now is just as good as us. And uh, I'm gonna stop there and pass it to my man up in somewhere around T Dot. Somewhere around Yeah, somewhere around T Dot. <laughs> you know, it's funny, I actually just uh that's posted a throwback flyer from the Toronto show that did silver. That was a total fiasco. We didn't even play the show. We ended up back in Buffalo at 4 a.m. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking a lot of Toronto memories today. Uh, yeah, good. I don't know, man. The weather's terrible, though. It's been like snowing, raining, snowing. and then fog today. Yeah, yeah. We've had snow a little bit the past couple of weeks, a few times. In fact, it like, I'm going to sound like an old man here, but 
it's like ruined some of my tulips because the frost got my flowers <laughs> and some of my stuff isn't coming up right because the frost got it a couple times you know and then it's all foggy today so it's a little bit weird but otherwise no complaints you know? i ain't complaining i ain't complaining i'm crazy it's cold out it's super hot down here i was gonna say what's cold to you <laughs> to me yeah uh I mean, I don't know. I'm well-seasoned. I travel. Well, I used to travel often. So, I mean, anything over 80s getting hot and anything under 40s getting cold. All right. Well, that's normal. Okay. I got to tell you, man. <laughs> Sorry to me. Sorry to laugh. That microphone right now, it totally I mean, looks like <laughs> you got like Rush, you got like Rush Limbaugh vibes going on right now. <laughs> AK Limbaugh over here. AM Radio. Hey, man, I'm a to the toe, dog. Rush 1200. Next yeah. caller. Coming at you. Titties up. Oh, no. Oh, Everybody man. get your game up, please. For sure. For sure. Um, AK, how you good been? To how's, be, uh, how's your week been, though? I'm good, man. It's good to be alive. It's good to be part of this whole uh, whole thing you guys got going on, man. Um, like I said, it, it was called it was called rapper rapper talk. I was gonna come in with my chain. <laughs> I got hard. a fat gold chain. <laughs> I was gonna come on strong, but some gazelles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my wife's a reseller, so she buys all this stuff. Got Kangol and oh yeah, dude. Um, anyhow, things are good, man, and, and we're staying away from you know the majority of Floridians, you know. But um, yeah, man, I'm enjoying my yard. That's that's about enjoying. Yeah. That is absolutely my life here. Like literally. I must walk no more than a hundred feet outside in the front. And even then I'm like, uh oh, somebody come in, I'm I'm running back in the house real quick. Cause yeah, I ain't really ain't got no time for that right now. I'm like the designated errand boy for my family. I gotta go everywhere for everybody. Oh I do, I do all the movement. I'd rather be me than anybody else. To be honest. Yeah. You know, I bring my wife along with her. I tag along with her if if she beckons me. Right. Back in, <laughs> just keep it all stocked. <laughs> keep the refrigerator stocked as blood and as long yeah. as possible. That's what that's what that's about, man. That's all you, you know? can do, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Everybody happy after that, especially the little one. You, you know, she's got the one. She's the one that's got to eat the most in the family. So we got to provide and feed, and uh, right. take it from there. Big salute to y'all, man. Big salute. How is it on your side, man? You got you. You got. How is it on your side? Man? Oh, it's Atlanta. You know everything's back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ground zero know, for stupid right now. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's strange, man. You got a very. It's it's literally completely split down the middle at this point. It's um, we're good. We're at the. We are we are the guinea pigs. So we're watching the businesses open. A lot of them, not all of them. Um, we're watching businesses open under under new social distancing rules. Obviously, there's some out there that are just like screw it, we're open now. So we're good. And there's a lot of people out there that are just like screw it, everything's open. This whole thing is stupid to begin with. Uh-huh. And then there's the people that aren't leaving their house until the coast is clear. And then there's this very large majority of people like, all right, well, I can move around, I can go, I can do something. I'm still going to practice social distancing. I'm still going to wear my mask. I'm 
ask, we're still going to do all this and that. So we we are literally the guinea pigs at this point. We are the canaries of the, of the states, in my opinion. I'm sure we're not the only ones, but we, it is, it's very different. I had to go to physical therapy today. Uh, you know, I got into a car accident back in February. So right. I had to go to the chiropractor today. And it's, it's very weird. And it's strange. I had to go to pick this up because my headset broke. Um, and you know what? Yeah, take us through a day of what it looks like on your way toward to, to the doctor and when you got to the doctor. Traffic is a little up more now, traffic's down than it normally would be because you know, the radio stuff, so it's very strange. Um, but uh, say, <coughs> shut up, MJ. I love MJ. <laughs> MJ's like, I wish I was in the car. You were in the car. MJ was also in the car during the accident. It was terrible. We don't want to remember all that. Right. Right. It's, it still hurts. Literally. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, driving to the chiropractor today, um, traffic's up a little more than normal. Uh, the people are out. I do all the grocery shopping, so we've now got the things where I don't know who's been out, who's done work. But I, should, we, I do all the grocery shopping. Um, so there's plastic barriers between all the cashiers. You can only go up certain aisles and down certain aisles, so there's traffic like that. Uh, we like to shop at Whole Foods because they're, they're literally doing clickers at the door to see if you can go in or how many times, and they have social distancing outside six feet mm-hmm. apart before they let you in. Um, there's a lot of that going on. So at the same time, that's the people who are doing it right. There are other places where it's just like crowds of people just doing whatever they're tweeting, whatever about that. I'm not going to – we've talked for four weeks about how I feel about that situation. Um, uh, <laughs> prime example, when I went to Best Buy, they do curbs and pickup for this stuff today. And we do that with a lot of takeout too. Wow, Best Buy does curbside <clears throat> pickup now? You can't – you have to call by appointment. A lot of places do you have wow. to set up an appointment, and when you step out, when you meet up, you pull up, and they will literally put your ID in the back of the car without even talking to you. They just literally check your ID, and that's it. That's the move. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a whole thing. They don't let anybody in the store. It's blocked off. A lot of places are doing that, especially small restaurants. I mean, well, my wife and I have been in the restaurant industry for a very long time, for much farther than I, but in the restaurant industry for a long time, so we like to support our, our local restaurants, especially here in Buckhead. So... Um, a lot of them have been doing that as well. Like you, you know, everything's takeout, everything's curbside pickup to 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 maintain the business. And like you just call them ahead of time, you set up the order, let them know when you're gonna come by. You pull up, there's a person outside with a walkie-talkie, they drop it off in your trunk and keep it moving. Mm. Um, so, but again, those are the people who are doing it right, or under these circumstances, should I say? Um, but yeah. Moving around is weird, especially for me, because, you know, I'm super masked up, hoodie, gloves, like the whole nine, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be the one, and, um, you know, it's rough. It's rough knowing that it's 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 attacking any and anybody. Um, rest in peace to all the people we've lost. And yeah, lost. yeah, I'm finding out massive it's, heads, you know, even on my side. It's hit Two other heads lost some people close to them and all that, so it's it's going down still. I mean, yeah, it's know. it close home to here in Atlanta. Um, a lot of other ATLians knew him more than I did, but rest in peace, big boy. Um, oh. I'd like to send a shout out to that. So, uh, not, whoa, whoa, not, which not, big not, boy? Not, not the rapper. Wait, no. Oh, all right. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Relax. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but just as beloved. And it was a 
very really the dude who had nothing but positive smiles anytime I've interacted with him. Um, like I said, I didn't know as well as much as everybody else did, but I know Atlanta um, embraced him fully, and a lot of my friends have known him since the beginning of time. So I didn't want to put that out there. Um, like I said, I thought he could play outstanding like Joe Budden did to keep the positivity rolling on one, but you know, salute to all the first responders and everybody on the front lines and actual workers. That's a thousand podcasts. Just wanted to put that out there. So it is close. So that's what, the point of that is it's weird how much things are moving and progressing while we're still dealing with the spike here uh, and things are going up. There's no phase. There's no nothing. Um, it's very strange. Cats are talking. Um, venues are talking about opening up in July, which is crazy. Wow. So that's proud. We'll see. Proud. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know what's happening. I, I don't know how to call it anymore. I spoke with, not I spoke with, I saw uh, my brother Danny United on Twitter today and was like, uh, you know, having these spins of what we are, what we're doing right now. And honestly, we're at that point we don't even know anymore. And I'm tired of stressing about it, honestly. I'm just doing my part on what I know that, or what I feel I'm supposed to be doing. Because again, um, if I'm wrong, see? I look crazy if you're wrong people die so i'm gonna stick by that until the very end there's no way until testings and all that are where i feel they should be then i'm going to continue doing what i feel is my part to do to save my state off my family and my parents and so and the people around me um right. cheers it's, to that it's, rough. It's, it's, it's interesting i'll tell you that yeah you know also real quick i just want to just mention with the idea that if you want to know if it's working out for some of these states North Carolina reported 700 new cases within a day or something like that. And that lets you know how easy it is things can start back up, even in places that may have not been superly hit. And, um, you know, like I was telling you earlier today, though, I was fighting the trolls because it seems to be the same repetitive circle of ideas that are all can easily be debunked if you do the right research. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to spend a lot of time killing people, I promise. I, I, <laughs> all I'm saying is whatever it is that you're that strong about and people are against you to a certain degree, maybe just do a little personal due diligence as to what exactly. So if you post something like Dr. Fauci says, Max, we don't really need masks. Look at the date of where he said that. If it was prior to the pandemic, then it makes much more sense than it makes now. So don't use something that was before the pandemic as proof to what's going on now during the pandemic. And that's one thing. But, you know, I just want people to be smarter out there. Pretty please. All I'm going to say, I, I will say one thing on that subject. And there's two quotes I've took from one from a famous person and one from someone who should be famous. The first famous person was Mark Cuban. Before this thing even started when they canceled the NBA. The first thing he said was, I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. That mm. powerful thing I've ever heard since this thing started. Look, I don't know at the end of the day. I'm trying to save whoever I can by whatever I think is right. And since I don't know, I'm going to take those precautions until I do know something solid. Until then, I rely on the second thing. And the second thing is, is from a friend uh, that I met through my wife, and she is a she is a nurse in, in respiratory care, okay? And she put up a meme. It's not a meme. It's just a straight up thing. And it said, unless you can solve this, and it was an equation, 
and I have no idea what it means. But what she's a medical, you know what I'm saying? She's a medical professional. She said, until you can tell me what this equation means, I don't want to hear your opinion. And that's Period. my point. S-T-F-U, please. Like, we're not lawyers. None of us are scientists. I have no idea. Cats told me to stay home. There's 100,000 people out there who died. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what, if you don't mind me interjecting, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, here, please talk. Like, too many people are trying to spread the word to too many people. It's like, that's the whole reason why I got off Facebook, kind of, to be honest with you, is because I <laughs> just got to talk all the time about something. No matter what it is, it's just like, there's a flip side to every single thing you see. Like, I'll see three things, three posts in a row, and it'll be three different sides of the same story. Right. And it's just, it, there's no point in, in if 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 in general you know what's up, what's what this is a deadly thing man like if there's people dying and it affects older people especially um you got to stay away from them and if Absolutely. if you can protect yourself with even just the slightest little cloth then do that like like all you're doing is being considerate for other people it, it's just <laughs> We got a whole lot to figure out moving forward. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just don't understand why people are wasting any, wasting precious time turning this into a political issue. It's something really simple. Yeah, that's because the And preferably, loves too. That would be nice. But like, you know, turning this whole thing into like a big political issue, just it's, it makes no sense to me, especially because they, the, the right wing, fuck all y'all, the right wing, I'm sorry. The right wing seems to be like, champing at the bit to make this a big fight and they have all these other things that are supposedly a much bigger fight to wage, yet they're making masks like a big issue right now. It just seems very weird. Well, the political aspect um, is it's twofold. Uh, it's both sides. Yeah. I'm sick of both sides. Um, it's a seesaw that balances I'll, other I'll out. be the first to let everybody know. I think both sides are being ridiculous right now. And they're making a political issue. It's been a political issue. That's and the more the unfortunately the the few um, like like minded uh, who aren't controlled by the media and I'm not going to get into that whole conversation but you have to understand the hive mind it is with mob mentality so to speak that that's just what it's going to be so it's literally making, mob mentality because they're making it a, a political issue right everyone else is making it a political issue. That's I I I laughed the other day when the reporter who badgering not badgering I don't really care at the end of the day because she asked a simple fact every day he gets on and says we're testing more people than the Korea and this then, person Mars like, uh, uh, all to combine and I'm like why is this a contest like <laughs> who cares like okay good job you want a cookie like what are you and you know what I mean? And she finally asked the question and everyone berated her like she did something wrong. Like she did like, something wrong. Not seeing know, the irony in her. And yeah, I'm like, she just has to say, like, why are we bringing that The fact up? of the matter is, though, is that like, not enough people are being tested. Facts. And, just, and that's Facts. the thing. Like, I mean, I understand, that, I understand that both sides are making this a political issue. However, the right wing of this country is making this a mountain like they're making sure. it a massive deal, and it's far, far outweighs what the left has been trying to do. For sure, absolutely. Like the right wing is literally, literally defying science, and literally even defying their golden boys' words. 
to turn this into an issue. The right wing in this country, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll say this until the fucking election happens. The right wing in this country is pushing for either a civil war or some sort of split of the United States into what they want to be and what other people who don't want to be, they can go somewhere else. That's, that's what they've been pushing for for a long time. United I kind of wish, wish we could just give them Texas and Arizona. And like, <laughs> no. Don't give them Texas. I love the barbecue in Texas, bro. Hell no. And I don't dislike Arizona either, but I, I love give, Texas. Give them hey. like the swamp areas, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, let's... To me, at the end of the day, I just... I feel like everything we are as on earth is, is about balance. And it's absolutely, if, if something leans too far one way, then there's got to be the opposing side that leans just as far the opposite way. So I, I think the right and the left are both canceling each other out. And it's just getting, like I said, a seesaw that gets further and further along and one has to one up the other. Totally. And then it keeps getting higher and higher and higher until it's just, out of hand and um right now we're out of hand you know who's saving the day there, there isn't anybody because as soon as you get somebody to save the day there's going to be the 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 people that go against the you know the offensive i just you know? i just want and i don't want to stay on politics too long but here's the deal all i want is the messaging to not be reckless. If we're gonna open up the country, look, there's not a single person in this chat room watching this now, watching this two weeks from now, who's been watching this for a month, who's out there period, even if you don't hear. There's not a single person in the United States of America who doesn't understand that if we don't do something about the economy soon, this place is gonna go to hell in a handbasket really, really quick. We're all very, very much aware of that. And if we'd have stuck to our guns from the very beginning, this transition would have been a lot easier. But my main complaint this entire time is the messaging has been reckless. We have not stuck to one guideline since this thing started. First, it was a hoax. Then we finally locked it down. Then we locked it down and said, everyone stay home for two weeks. Then nine days later, it was like, yeah, now nah, we good, but wear a mask. Two days after that, it was like, actually, the masks aren't whatever. Don't worry about the mask. We're going to start a phase thing. But you need to have these guidelines in place before you can start phase one. Three days later... Georgia open, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> like what? We yeah, haven't man. followed one single thing since this. Thing Georgia started. said, "What's a phase one?" <laughs> That's why I'm just like, "All right, cool. All right, I don't know what to say." Anymore. That's why when Danny said it, I was like, "Great, man. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, we, we just, I got a new song coming out tomorrow. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, so, no, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like the. It's bewildering that the people that we put, we vote, and we believe to do the right thing in office from the top to the bottom cannot somehow come together enough to at least make the people a good if they're going to bicker. And I think that's like the comfort zone that you're talking about, Amani, is exactly all that's missing from all these conversations. We need the president to be able to make everybody feel good. Yeah, yeah, that was done for every other president prior. Yeah, so any big situation. The president happens. has already made it clear. However, the yeah. president has already made it clear that he does not want to help states whose governors don't openly and vocally praise his performance. He has said that. 
Well, that's the problem, and that's set. the problem that well, that's been the problem. I mean, he's not right. gonna he's not gonna do anything like that. He's not going yeah. to do anything that resembles human empathy ever. And his followers will follow suit because they also don't believe in empathy. This country is being run by people who don't have a best friend and have never had been in a fight in their entire life. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. I see me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That dude had just one real friend. Who doesn't even have to be people in politics? Just someone like somebody like yo, fam, don't don't say that. <laughs> just don't. Just, she asked you a question. Just just tell just her. Just, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Don't what do you have to say to the American people that are dying right now? That's a stupid question, bro, bro, bro. Don't say that. Just say, All right. This country is being run. By a bunch of Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell never been in a fist fight. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> these are all these are all people who've never been snuffed before. So like, my God. Anyway. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. One last thing I'll say <laughs> to to the chat room. This ain't really on the politics, crazy. Yeah. Just to it's end it on my side. God, I swear to God, I'm not <laughs> opening up. This is my closure. Everybody in the chat room, if you are, if you don't know. Please do the research at the proper places to find out the information. Go to the, listen to the right news, read the right papers, all the websites. And if you do know, be patient with those that don't know, because all of them aren't your enemy. Yes, they listen. Anybody that's been on my friends list seen the Say it again. I went through today, but I didn't see it. I'm yeah, I don't hear you know, I was trying my best to not put you in there. My heart was beating so fast. You, wanted to, you texted me like, yo, yo, this is where is it? Let me yeah. you know what I'm saying? Tag me in. It's it's <laughs> absolutely important for you to debunk what you can for people so they can at least understand. It's not a game of who's right and who's wrong. It's about the truth, and that's it. Whatever people take from it, you at least want them to know that they know something enough to make better decisions. And that's how I'm going to end my part of this whole situation conversation. Absolutely important to me. All right, let's get to the nitty gritty. Yeah. AK, who do you not like in the scene? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, know, I, know, I know one person. All right, we're not doing it. Right? <laughs> I'm just joking. But yo, seriously, like, let's, let's get to the nitty gritty. I don't like. Dave, don't lie on camera. Come on, man. Dave, <laughs> you could have just... You could have just left it where it was. No, you are. You no, are. I've, 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 I've faced every single issue that I've ever had. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I have any hidden beef with anybody. No. You, you can, I, I can speculate on who I think you guys would be thinking about, but little does he know. We're, we're all old, old friends. You know what I mean? And like, exactly. there's business and there's personal. And personal is I'll take a bullet any day. Business, we just don't mix. Right, mm. pretty much. Nothing, nothing bad at all. I love that dude. Uh, uh, I will say, man, you are since the since the day I've met you, since before I've known you, I heard about you. You've always been someone who keeps your emotions on your sleeve. You're not one to, to bury anything, or there's no side yeah. that comes out of you, man. And I've, I've always appreciated that about you. I mean, you've been in this before I got here. When did you start? When did you start? Um. I started DJing. I learned how to DJ in 1989. Um, but Ooh. I started way before that with just like mixtapes and the pause button. Oh, <laughs> man. With the big box where you could record yeah, it both yeah. sides. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, but I started buying records in 1989 and then I had a record store in like 1991. Um, and then what was the name of the record store? It was called the hottie shop. Cause we call tunes hotties like, Oh, you know, that tunes a hottie. I I don't know why it was a Florida. I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. Hey, what can you do, man? I, I, I am who I am and that's why I'm here. You know what I mean? Um, but I had a record store and um, then I started doing, I got rid of the record store <laughs> and right, it didn't work out. The record store, uh, it moved on to another, uh, my partner. It was actually a pretty hostile takeover with this guy who, the, you know what? I'll even let's go over it right now. Okay, it's called the Hottie Shop, right? The Hottie Shop. And I gave it that name, and it was me and this dude Kevin, right? And me and Kevin were cool, super cool. And we went to his mom, and we we're like, "Yo, can we get this loan to do this record store?" And I started ordering records, and we started getting linked up with with you know, this is right when breakbeat music started coming around, and um, I started ordering breakbeat records, and then I got. Um, something happened like i either i i got my uh wisdom teeth taken out or or whatever something i got sick for a few days and i was gone and when i came back this guy who was working for us rich um he did the record order he didn't order any breakbeat and all he ordered was this house progressive house stuff and i when i got back i flipped my lid i flipped out and um and I was like, it's either him or me, and, da, 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 da. And, and it was just a big, huge thing. And I just, I ended up dipping out of it. But at that point, I had already met, you know, like the moving shadow guys and the suburban bass guys. So I was pretty mm. locked into. Um, that's how I got my sort of foot in the door, mm. which is, you know, that's a, a good founding spot to go to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know. I didn't come around into drum bass until about '99, so I, I was definitely way after you because you dropped you dropped drowning and what year? Mike, uh, Avon Day's mix was '97, but um, yeah. my mix came out. Or I did it in '99. It might have came out in 2000. Okay, but that's like I just started, right? My dude, just getting my drowning. Mix. Yeah, yeah. You know so I remember when I first jumped in the scene, uh, and I remember a mix you did. This is how far back we You did a mix with Navigator. Oh yeah, like, yeah, mix live. I did that live. The one on Moonshine. One take. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and you and you mic'd up the room, right? Oh yeah, we mic'd up the whole arena, and uh, yeah. and I I got to play the main stage, um, which Damien and Dara were on in the other room before me. <laughs> And, uh, but I got to play on the main stage and it was all mic'd up and we recorded it. Um, Navigator flew in. Uh, Shouts he had to tr- Navi. Woo. Yeah, 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 buddy. He got in sort of late that night and he hadn't slept and he had all these, you know, long uh, connecting flights and stuff like that. So he, um, his, his voice was done, man. And he went out there and he just like a trooper and just shot it out. Boom, boom, boom. And there was no monitor on the stage for him. So twice as difficult for him. So you gotta, when you take that consideration, you know, the backstory he did like, it's just 
the whole CD, the fact that it came together the way it did was not only that, but I played the wrong uh, Bad Company tune. I was supposed to play uh, uh, Suicide <laughs> Sister or something. Because oh, it was just a white label. And I was and Damien came up to me and goes, hey, dude, that's the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all live. Like, boom. Like, you know. Legendary mix, too. It's funny that those stories. <laughs> it's funny how those those are the ones that get taped and moved off of. And uh, I laugh because like I did a single the Mayo mix with Mason or the one in Belgium too. And both instances I was like three sheets to the wind. <laughs> it's like tired, just don't even. And people are like, oh, it was like amazing, I'm like, cool, because I almost died. Right, Lord, <laughs> so, Lord. But like, so, yeah, man. Um. I, I know this sounds a bit repetitive, but like the simple question of always trying to find out what really got you into drum and bass is always a curiosity thing for me. So I like to ask you that question real fast. I mean, to me, like when I, when I, like I grew up, my mom always had records and it was like all kinds of different stuff, like Earl Klug and Roy Ayers and, um, like even like cat stevens crazy just like Ooh. a random like uh the ohio players the spinners she like was all about the spinners like and so when you're growing up i you know i was i was i got the people around me were it was like new wave and industrial music and 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 stuff like that and and glam rock you know but then there's hip-hop here comes hip-hop and like all this just sort of connection with jazz to hip-hop to all of a sudden here comes breakbeat music and it's it's got all these hip-hop samples and it's got all these jazz loops and it's just like live drum breaks and drum fills and um it was pitched up and sped up and sort of aggressive and i was just mm-hmm. i i just instantly connected to it it just sort of made me feel um i mean i know it's stupid but it it just made me feel like i was in my comfort zone because that's what everything up to that point had had put inside me and what would it all equal and that was what it equal that's it was what was Sort of like the popular thing in Florida in those early years. Was it was it just bass music at that time? Or did I mean, bass music, Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah Magic. Shouts to Magic Mike. Yo, man, Mike's my boy. Like, uh, big shout to Mike Hampton. You're my dog, dude. I man, like, like, yeah, man. It was bass music, and and uh, I mean. It was a little bit more underground than than like two live crew and stuff. Like there was this dude DJ Nasty, <laughs> and, right. and uh, you know we had our the twice as nice DJs here, and, and it was, I mean it was popping with like freestyle and Miami bass and stuff like that. But New York had hip hop, and it was right. just you know it was that was that vibe. You know what I mean? And it was and it was jazz. My mom like always had this like you know like Bourbon Street Jazz Festival, and you know just like. It was just a fusion of everything, man. That's what that was it. Yeah. It's cool, man. You can hear that balance in the tunes you made back then too. That, that's that's what really yeah. About. yeah, it's it's gotta it's gotta be kind of funky and, and bouncy and jazzy and rolling and rolling. hip hoppy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. straight yeah, that 
that was pretty much why I asked because I, I was just curious to how much bass music may have played a part in the whole idea of drum and bass from Florida side. Like, is there a lot of influence? Is there a little influence? Or is it just the irony of the big 808 sound flowing through? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, honestly, like, and I'd be the first person to, to give it that credit if it were due, but um, I, th- I think it was just because there was a few of us here in Florida, like, like, you know, in Orlando and Miami where we were actually going to England super, super early on and we got exposed to it. Um, mm. And we were bringing over people. Uh, I mean, back as far as, as 92, we had, we had, uh, I mean, dude, in 95, I had Andy C in Orlando, you know what I mean? Jeez. And, and, uh, and he was, he was 19. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seeing pictures of Andy back then is crazy. Yeah, he says his first trip to the USA was, was New York, but I had to remind him. Not long ago. <laughs> I was like, no, you couldn't even get in this club. <laughs> you know, but, uh, hey, Metapad, I appreciate you for the subscription, bro. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about how the whole ethos behind Planet of the Drums came, Uh, partially because, you know, we're kind of like in drum and bass part two, like post that stuff a little bit, and a lot of people, I don't know, maybe don't remember how things were, but there was another dark period for drum and bass in the States, and a rise, and part of that coincided with Planet of the Drums, so Talk about how that all came together. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was drum and bass started picking up. I mean, the three of us, Dara, Diesel and I, Whew. we were um, sort of each other's biggest competition, and we all had been signed to Moonshine at one point or another, and then we found that we were all on the, on the roster together, but the only time we were getting booked um, was on the moonshine tour. We weren't getting booked by promoters. So pretty much that's because we were drum and bass jungle was just a side room thing. And it wasn't, didn't warrant a big enough draw to, um, you know, to do the main room. So Damien, said you know this is bullshit we're all friends let's why don't we just link up do this and say we want good sound and we want the main stage and give us a chance and we'll do it so the first year we we did it and we did it super cheap um and we had uh we had joe um dub two with us dub and, two. yeah and uh so to dub two it, yeah man mad respect <clears throat> and um and it was fun, man. It was really, really fun. It was like, see, back then, like, it was just turntables. So if if we were to go, like, that year, we were just going back to back. And it was just such a new sort of thing. We started learning about each other and finding each other's vibe and trying to adapt to each other. So by the time we got through the end of that year, um, we had pretty much gotten a, you know, not just a a rapport you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like like uh like where you could communicate without okay. you know, 
yeah so um then the next year of course we we were going to have rage uh patrick um and he got held oh, up Philly customs uh and <clears throat> he got turned back so we got james Massinian at the last minute literally the last minute switched all these fights got these fights got it going and um and had, we had like 30 that year and um the one thing we did though and and you know rage has got to give it to us for this we we took all the pay for him and we sent it to him <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? so we paid Massinian and we paid rage um for that year and so it again i don't like I'm sort of planting the seed that you guys understand that we didn't do any of this for the money. We built our brand and then right. later on down the road, things got big and blew up and, and we a few were, opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you could look at it two ways, either we were to blame for it or we were to thank for it. A lot of people blamed us and said that, you know, we were, shutting people out from 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 getting theirs oh i hated that and y'all don't know that i <laughs> quiet as kept i had to defend y'all on a couple of those conversations simply because i felt like people were looking for the easy way around certain things and i was yeah. like dog you've got to put the work in don't yeah. don't be mad at what other people did learn from it but anyway go ahead yeah yeah no it, exactly right. and like we happen to get lucky and be the right place the right time and we when opportunity knocked, we answered. We didn't waste our time on a message board complaining about somebody else. We got <laughs> work done. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I've I've sacrificed so many things my my whole life. I'm 48 years old, man. I've lost my mom, my brother, my dad, my grandfather, yes. my grandmother, and I've handled all their estates out of my money. I've I've married my wife, she who had two kids. Um, from a previous marriage and I've raised them to be men. Like, yes. like I've, I've handled my shit and I've done it by staying the same person I am. I've never wavered. I've never changed. I've always been true to my fans, to my, my enemies or whatever they want to call themselves. And I know when I'm wrong and I, I found humility, man. I found it the hard way, but I found it. And, and, uh, and I'm thankful for, for, for everything. But, um, Sorry, I just ran off on no, that. No, no, no. That, that, was, that was, was a good run. To get back to a, a point that I wanted to talk about, actually, because you're talking about how <clears throat> um, Planet of the Drums became a bit of a target by people yeah. who felt like you were standing in the way, possibly, of some other people's opportunity. Um, and, you know, if you look at the way things have been happening in the UK since the inception of the own base. The competition has been so stacked that the idea of people getting in the way of each other in the United States is is laughable in comparison to the situation in the UK. It's funny in the UK. Guys, it's it's funny that you guys formed the supergroup basically um, many, many years before that has become sort of a trend in the UK. Um, exactly. But it brings to mind um, a lot about what's happening in the States. And actually, I was talking to Track about this maybe I don't know, a week or two ago. Um, the efforts that people are putting forth in the United States and North America um, and how it seems kind of like a lot of people are relying on UK labels, especially, uh, to do the heavy lifting when it comes to promotion, 
when it comes to growing artists, uh, etc. And you know, there's a, a bunch of labels, and I, we, me and him were talking about a label in particular. I'm not going to say the label, but um, the labels in the United States seem content to put music out with not a lot of promotion. Um, it seems like there's an unwillingness to really invest in growing American talent. Um, not, I don't want to say unwillingness, but I don't know if it's a combination of unwillingness and lack of resources, or I'm not really sure. But um, I think I know what you're saying. You're like saying certain, that people aren't putting that could, enough. No, it seems like there's certain labels that could rise to the occasion. I think the only entity we have in the United States that is close to that is Respect, and they're not a, le- a label, but Respect kind of has the cachet and the resources to become. Uh, a bigger than just a record label type organization, which I think is what the United States in a way needs. We need our own kind of maybe smaller scale version possible or the, or whatever. Something that has more than just a label. It's kind of like a destination point and a culmination point for artists in the States. So I kind of want your take. What aren't, what isn't being done in the United States that should have started a long time ago? Well, as you said, um, all the people in the UK right now are joining. Uh, they're linking up. Like, like one of the best compliments I got was recently. It was by Fabio, and he said, "You know, you guys started this whole thing that all these people over my end are doing, like with, with, uh, um, you know, with Kings, Kings uh, of the Rollers and Problem yeah, Central, and, and and yeah, like everybody." And um, yeah. to have that sort of, you know, and it was a great compliment. But I, I think that's true over here even more so because you really really need a strong the biggest punch you can have to break through over here and it's like you said it's it's drum and bass part two in america well now's the time to really strike hard and and there are there are um several new artists here that are really really shooting for it and they're trying to get things done and i and I think, I think that can um i think that can totally happen but i do see what you mean about relying on um on the uk sort of branding to to sort of catch on here first and then a sort of follow suit which in a way it's sort of rightly so because we have to allow them to to represent what it's their music, you know what I mean? And, Absolutely. and but is it anymore? I mean, is it is it their music anymore? One thousand hundred percent. That's why I mean, like <laughs> we haven't gotten that far yet, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I would want to say I want to agree with Valiant, like yeah. No, listen, fine. listen, and to be and to make a point, I understand where Valiant's coming from. I, I do. And I do my, too. Ideology is for sure. I don't but, think I don't. But that's just it. Saying it's their music, I think it's a it's, I it's, think it's a cop out because I think no, that we no. could be doing more. Yeah, we could. I, no, I'm sorry. I we could. I agree should, with you. Can, can and should be doing more to grow and artists we, here. And we should become more self sufficient. That is your overall yes. point, and that is one thousand. That's a thousand percent. But that's also like telling saying that hip hop didn't come from the world. Like exactly. you can't, you can't do that. Like, you know what I'm I didn't say. No matter, I didn't say that. I'm just I saying. I know you didn't. I'm saying that's the ideology of it. Is the or the core of it is no matter where hip hop goes, still New York. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it still started there and then yeah. become the a bigger thing that is... The hip-hop has built itself. But that's grime. 
It, right. It, no, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, that's also. About, no. I'm talking about UK hip hop. Right? No, wait, like wait, 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 wait. about UK hip hop? Let's not mix them up. This is, I think, I'm trying, I, I think I'm, I understand what you're saying. You're saying that uh, we should have our own identity as far as drum and bass. Or something like that, right? I, 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 I would. Identity, yeah, but I think, like, I think that there needs to be more. I don't want to say investment because that carries like a monetary. Well, it, an investment. No, no, investment. no we get be a, a bigger investment time. in American drum and bass, building American artists, and we agree. Uh, I don't know, trying to be greater than we are because I think we have the ability and the capacity to. I just feel like there's a lot of missteps being made or a lot of lack of steps being made. I, I'll even. What are you gonna do? Have a have a, a festival promoter that books an all drama based festival here? They're gonna like the time's not sort of ready yet. Like they're gonna lose their ass. Um, I'm not talking about just festival. I mean, it, it, no, could, be, it could be something like, similar. Okay. Let, me, let, let me first of all that like I agree with you a hundred percent. I wish it were like that. I I wish there was. Um, a bigger support network that was more cohesive. Again, we're we're so spread out, you know, spread out vastly that we don't have the ability to really link up as often as we could and should in in order to to be that kind of powerhouse when it comes right. to. See, and this is and where this is where I start to disagree and try to find the middle ground between what Valiant and you are saying is because I do think we do have the capabilities with technology to get this done. And what Valiant's saying at its core is I believe the American drum and bass community producers, uh, artists of, of any kind, DJs, promoters, whatever, I think there needs to be a better, I don't feel they believe in themselves enough. And I've been crucified for saying this and I'm going to say it again because I do what I want to do. But <laughs> there is a, there is a, what label can I make my thing sound like first to get on before creative in your own right and there are tons of producers out there who make really amazing music and will go make a tune that sounds like metalheads just to get on metalheads to get yeah it. that's global. that's the part where you like we're like okay why don't you just make good tunes we don't have to the uk will respect you more so if you just do you <laughs> you know what i'm saying and 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 just and, and people out there doing that, so I'm not going to say that no one's doing it. I'm just saying for a very long time, it, that was the thing first mentality of I need to make a Ram sounding record to get on Ram to succeed. And it's just like, how do you get out of that? Is I think what Valiant's asking. Yeah, I'll, I'll just put it in a really symbolically level. And I hope you guys agree. We are the good grass right now. That's our level. Right now, we on the lawn. And we just got the grass to look green and nice compared right. to what there's, there's an amazing garden across the water with these amazing trees and this amazing landscape that's the sun is hitting it just perfect where you could just lamp. We have good goddamn grass and Samoas. All we got to do is take care and keep fertilizing and then invest in the tulips, invest in the other flowers and the other situations. Yeah. And let things instead of, flourish in, instead in that of sense. talking about the grass all the time mm -hmm. just enjoy it yeah and, and yeah. keep working with it and take pictures of it and and push it and tell your friends yo man check this grass that's that's instead of us going in circles that's 
again, and 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 I've said this instead of fucking your ass. I'm sorry. No, not even. It's more like instead of picking that rose and going, "Oh my god, you see this rose? This rose is the best rose ever." Fuck you. It's just like, wait, whoa. Americans spend so much time talking about drum and bass instead of living and doing drum and bass. Just be and do you, and it'll happen. It's gonna happen if the music's too good to deny. So it's going to happen. You just got to keep doing your thing. And if you, if you create an identity for yourself and not worry about what, what, who sounds like, or they, you know, are, are, are into, this is the one type of music that you can be yourself and basically do any kind of sound and still get picked up by all kinds of different DJs will play your tune. You know what I mean? And that one tune is all you need to, to break through. And that's happened with Americans before. Gridlock. Gridlock. I mean, not with one tune, but he's built his name. You know what I mean? And and he became to the point to where, you know, he's he's over in Rotterdam now. But um, there's a lot of people in America that are blowing up. Dave O and JB. Yeah, um, like, you know what I mean? Like that, that just put their head down and work. And and you know, random movement just puts his head down and works. Sinistar. You know what I mean? Sinistar, like, who's been consistent Sinistar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, so, and, you know, and let me also real quick, let me get this out of the way because I know how to internet. Uh, for those people who think that I was saying, don't try to get on Metalheads or Ram, you are even doing my affiliation. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> for the love of God, please. Well, no, it's, it's pretty standard. <laughs> you're making a tune, you're going to sort of like we make tunes with with people in mind. Oh, this would be a good ram tune. Everybody does that. Everybody. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying there are people out there who like slave away. Yeah. And don't create like that's all they do. Like, right. But my comment. Like, if you think I'm not trying to make all. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say my comments weren't just related to artists. My comments were related to the entire drum bass infrastructure. I mean, you you haven't like I don't know how things are going to be after like post-COVID-19, but beforehand, the British acts were coming over here and making money yeah. to tour. Oh, profit, okay. yeah. Now, right. So, But the thing is, is like, it's kind of like, uh, how can we get to the point where we can get people like Americans booked in America? I'm not saying that they have to be like the headliners, but I think, it, 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 I just remember a time where like the DJs that were part of the plan of the drums individually and collectively could outdraw most DJ acts. That's and there was a, there seemed to be there seemed to be a there's hold on, hold on. There seemed to be a time when there was a certain faith in um I don't want to say the drawing power, but at the very least the willingness to book American artists, feature them in higher prominence. Now it's kind of like it's a different time. And I know like the, the music economy has changed. Uh, the entire rave scene has changed. Like everything, everything is completely different now. So what I'm saying is, how can we, as a collective scene, the whole infrastructure, get back to a point where their American artists are elevated? I'm not saying to the level of UK artists. Or I'm just saying well, elevated, higher than they are now, where everyone is kind of considered a local, with the exception of a very few. I, I well, the only blueprint we have of that is the early two Gs and early nineties where everything was pretty much as flourishable as can be before the dark ages. And I think that's where a lot of, I'm not saying that's where all the answers lie, but it will remind 
view of what went right, what was possible, and what can be ad adapted and implemented or altered in a way that makes sense for now. Of course, it's always hard to bring the past forward because the past is the past. But there is things you can pick up history-wise to 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 enrich and 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 help these building blocks because that's what's literally what's happening. We have EDM, we have all these other subgenres rocking right now. Drum and bass has found a, a proper wind, and and there's a lot of interest and there's a lot of stuff going on. And as leaders, as as artists, as lovers, as whatever it is, it's our thing to make sure that we keep things at a, at a, at a really positive and a very presentable level as, as much as I can say, you know what I mean? And whatever is presentable to, to, to you is what you should do. You know, yeah. what I, mean? you know um, I think it's, um, yeah, it's not a really good, it's not a full, it's not like a, a it's not like a one answer to it, I guess, you know, yeah, I mean? no. there's, there's opinions and if right. like, like, okay, if, if we can all, if, if you want my opinion, if we can all agree that after toward the end of, of our peak as Planet of the Drums, the music itself took a turn to get darker and faster and harder and more aggressive, more metal, less funky. Okay, when that happened and it started getting hard, all these old school promoters were like, wait a second, this reminds me too much of a rock concert. This reminds me too much of a different kind of thing. I'm not about this. And so they, they sort of distance themselves. Okay. Now, if we can agree on that, then we could start to move forward and look to see where it went from there, where it went from there, to be honest, to be bluntly honest, is there was a whole lot of people making a whole lot of noise, but doing a whole lot of nothing. And that's the truth. That is the truth, man. The message board days, that's all it was. Shit. So, I'm so glad you're here. And now we've we we got we we got our asses handed to us and said, look, we made dubstep because you guys and, and all these people left drum and bass and they started making electro house and dubstep and all these other things and beep beep beep. Be nice. Hey, look. You want my opinion? This is it. <laughs> they started doing their thing, and it sent a whole new wave of people. Now, the good news is that created a whole new generation of fans. The bad news is it created a whole new generation of fans that think drum and bass is so stupid that these people left it to go and start this cool thing. So now, if we can all agree on that, we can get to the next chapter, which is where we're at now. Drum and bass is on the upswing again. And there's all these talents that are amazing and, and people with creativity, with, with, with drive. And it's slowly starting to, to resonate. And, and promoters are taking that chance again. They're booking one person here, one person there, two people here, two people there. And it's slowly starting to simmer, just like, like your brazen short ribs, man. Like it's starting to pump <laughs> up. All right. And it's going to, it's going to happen. It's too good to deny. So if we get, and this is my big cum shot. If we can have what? a little, 
I'm laughing at you just slid it in there like it was no, like it was no big deal. Like just gonna keep if talking. we can have the smallest little side room, and I know this is totally contradicts what we did as Planet of the Drums, but we got to start somewhere. If you let us start small in a little side room at a festival and have a whole festival, whole room dedicated to drum and bass, day, night, three days, however many long it is, and you let us have a lineup of drum and bass DJs coming in, coming in, coming in, eventually people are going to wander into that room. And when they wander into that room, they're going to stay longer and longer each time they come in and out. Let us have the little bit. We've already proven that we'll do it for low dough. And let's talk about money right now, because that was a big thing that people used to used to chime in about. Like, oh, no, they you know, they're taking everybody's money, so they won't look anybody else at the height of my I'll, I'll tell you straight up right now. Real at the height of my career, like not even the height of my career in 97, 98, I was making $2,500 an hour flat, like, like plus fight plus hotel plus booking fee plus all that. That's and for a rave or, or a festival or whatever it was called back then. It was more for new year's Eve. It was double or triple. And hey, money, make sure we edit this part out when it's yeah, time to be like, all right, good. That's fine. okay okay um and now nowadays it's it's hard to get a thousand dollars fifteen hundred dollars so i've put in i've served this scene i mean like been on 36 hour runs i've Mm. really flown to to (laughs) i'll go from orlando to portland and back without sleeping and do that show, you know what I mean? And, and, and play as well as I can for whatever the cause, because that's the deal. But I've done this for, I mean, since 1997 as my day job, I don't have anything else to fall back on. Um, so this is my career and anybody else that has worked for the same company since 1997, that's getting paid a third of what they're used to. Like, I mean, I'm not doing this for loot. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, like, I mean, I'm going to, you know, I, I ain't got much left in me, but I'm, I'm giving it all I got captain. And that's all I got. Just so you, just so you say that, right. I just want everybody to know because he says that doesn't mean he doesn't want to be respected. And that is absolutely part of the whole profit game as well. God, you have, we are, a lot of us here would do this for free. You know what sure. I'm saying? A lot of us done it for free. A lot of us done probably millions of favors that were beyond us, but we still did it because to it this was day, love. you know to what I mean. Day. But all of that is all for a reason, and all of that is for the drive and the goal. That's that's differentiated between everybody you see in the game. Everybody has goals. Everybody has these things, but it's never disingenuous. It's never out to try to get you or or now you owe me your favor. It's literally done for the, the absolute love. Yeah. love. And I wish people understand that instead of taking advantage of it. Because the there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the fact right. that different sh- revenue streams, excuse me, different, thing, different places are for different things. Okay. okay. If I'm doing, if we're doing multiple shows at small venues, 
groups around the country and we're just doing it to spread it's not just about just trying to find a booking but trying to spread the culture trying to spread the vibe trying to spread the knowledge of the thing and, and you take less money to do that right and then you get these festivals okay where you want to be paid just like everyone else and i know that you're getting paid i know how much the festivals can make how much you're getting paid and and the part where people where i start to get weird is you don't people seem to think when you ask for money that you're being disrespectful and that's a wild thing to think about. It's like, why would I, why would you feel that I'm being disrespectful because I want to be paid for what I feel I'm worth, for what I, against that I know you're making, for what you're making other people as well. For as long as I've been in the scene, for as long as I've been doing what I've been doing, there's a certain respect level and time and blood, sweat and tears that I put in. Plus the simple fact that, like you said, you've done multiple gigs for way under what you're worth. Never and you know it's not that we complain about it a lot or but we bring it up to people and when it's brought up to people you would be treated as if um, as if you did something wrong. And it's just I can only thing. imagine what the chat room looks like if gauging from what you guys are saying. <laughs> oh, they're, they're talking Get about on Twitch, AK. Come check it out. Before we get into this, I don't want people to think that We've had this conversation before where money's come up. I don't want people to think that money is the motivator. That's not no, it. If, if anybody caught that from what I said, no. Then, then, what I said. <laughs> oh, my yeah, so, like the reason I was talking about money was because it's it's this is my career. This is my job. This is as good as what? I've ever got. And anybody out there that thinks what I just rattled off were big numbers for a DJ. <laughs> no, out what real DJs get. That's my <laughs> point. DJs, DJs, That's what I'm saying. People that got more skilled than me, because I've been a DJ a long time. You know what I mean? I, I, I you know, I this has nothing to do with anybody else's pockets. Look, everybody's out there. Not everybody. There are a lot of people out there hustling hard, and whatever works for them, they're getting what they deserve. Yeah. I don't want to take away from what they're getting. That's not this conversation. Right. Well, the one thing more to say about this whole thing, and this is for everybody. Uh, I hate to be the sum it up guy, but here it is. We have so much real estate from east to west. Yeah. We are making up excuses as to why this can't work. It can work. It totally can work. It can go, you, you know, everywhere, every other genre of music goes, we can go. It's you working. And, 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 and yes, there may be a few holes where people don't know the music. This is how music is introduced to people, man. Like, this is how it works. This is how people evolve. Like, so like the the, the talk of of certain things not happening, it, it, it's it's only hogwash to people who for who listen to it. You know what I mean? There is a jungle somewhere in Albuquerque. I'm betting one junglist in Albuquerque, New Mexico, somewhere. Yo. We've been there a bunch of times, man. I was going to say, Albuquerque goes in. Yeah, we made that a tour Ooh. stop. We drove from Albuquerque to Phoenix. <laughs> that was, yeah, man. That's, Phoenix that's, is another great city. Also, shout out to all those promoters out there who have been losing their ass for years. Yeah. Like, let's not pretend that that's not a situation we well, I need I to make that to... left at Albuquerque and get it over with, goddammit. And that's where that's where we're basically at is is 
if promoters can start making money from the DJ, then they'll book the DJ. No matter who he is, she or she, no matter what style, no matter what, um, like what, like in terms of drum and bass, whether it's liquid or or jump up or, I mean, honestly, for me, I think if it would be real cool again, like when I was saying about a side stage, it would be real cool if if jump up played a bigger part in festival world over here because I, the younger kids here's here's the get, here's, before we even get, get up on it, it. you know yeah. the newer generation like it's it i mean that music pops off over there man you know what i mean <laughs> the thing we need to stop doing here <laughs> i'm just i'm i pause because i'm gonna get crucified for this <laughs> like i do every week they never had me on <clears throat> No, please. This is why I had you on. I need somebody else to back me up. <laughs> can can we stop with the genre shaming and the subgenre shaming? I don't give a shit if you listen to Noro, Jump Up, Tab Step, do Just play fucking drum and bass, man. You know what I'm saying? Like here's and here's the reason why. And I'll flash back to what Dave said in the beginning on what he why he got into drum and bass is because it was a correct me if I'm wrong, it was a combination of all these things that yeah. you grew up on. And so when I got into drum bass, when I first got into drum bass, Jump Up was the first thing I listened to. That's what attracted me to the sound. I learned later. I developed my palate to get into the the, the tech step and the metal heads and the, the, the uh, um, uh, intelligent drum and bass and learning the mathematics between the drums and all that. I learned that later. But what got me here in the first place was Jump Up. Aphrodite for fucking Christ's sake. Aphrodite, like yeah. it doesn't even get anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that was. And and that's like, that I don't see vibey stuff. Yeah, know? man, like that. You, I tell people all the time. It's like before I knew what Aphrodite was. The, you know, Jungle Book. Like that's the shit you were hearing in the movies when I was like, "What the hell is this?" So when finally somebody played it to me, the snaps popped, and I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, then, before you continue that situation, that. I just want to say that hip hop before it was called hip hop was considered jungle. People, and it was in a, in a derogative way when people heard hip hop back then. What is this jungle music people are playing? Not just pretty much the UK thing, so. Not just that, but isn't yeah. drum and bass just technically the UK's version of it? Pretty much, long short. And those guys, just so y'all know, we were talking about the whole proving this and proving that a little bit, but like a lot of those guys can't wait to come to like places in the East Coast, like New York and play a hip hop tune that they loved yeah. in the middle of their set. So there is an effect that we have on them as much as they have on us. And that is something that we just need to figure out the balance and make it work for yourselves. Why do you think turntablism is so large in the UK, France, Japan? The, the core, the, the five elements of hip hop is a lot of the overseas. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is the reason why public tour probably why all these artists that you may consider over here underground and not doing nothing will go across seas and pop, no problem. They've got a very strong grip on the yesteryear of hip hop, even though, as we've discussed before, I feel that sound is coming back. Thank God. <laughs> so, so uh, AK, I have a very good segue question as we're talking about all this room and stuff and the second the rebirth no i won't call it the rebirth but the second wind of drum and bass and things it, you are the man i believe who has the key to this to this answer and is in 2020 <laughs> and me or after this covid let's just say after this covid 
how on earth can drum and bass artists start a tour? Um, oh boy, that's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> okay. I was like, where's my pen? Give, give us give <laughs> us give us the start of Planet on the Drums when it first got started. How, how did you come up with that name, by the way? Actually, that was an article from Raymond Roker in Herb magazine, and Damien hit him up. He's like, Yo, can we use that name? We wanna use it for our crew name. And he's like, Yeah, no problem. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um but how we started again, we started out of frustration. Uh, uh, right now, I don't think there's this big revolution or rebelliousness with drum and bass. I think right now there's this this um, sense of humility and 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 uh, thankful. Yes, sort of like people are humbled to 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 get the attention. Right. Which, you know, again, it it shows our weakness in the poker room, but it also makes us more welcoming, which is a big thing that put everybody off of us to begin with. Um, I think, I think there's a few people that could do a tour right now. I think a great concept for a tour would be maybe having a UK person versus a US person come in and do a thing um, and have we need emojis. We need emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I also think um, I also think there's there's certain people around that have that have um, that do have labels like like Reed Speed has a label. Play me, shout to Reed. Lion Dub has has, has yep. a label. I, I think labels can do label showcases and and you know put to route a, a a nice little rent a van and do it old school. You know what I mean. Um, my homie DJ Wednesday in in, in Phoenix. Uh, gang, gang. Shout out Wednesday. Yeah, man, he golfs. A Z, yeah. And Dre golfs. So um, we were thinking, you know, get a tour built around golf courses and 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 just rent a rent like a van and and uh, go drive to cities and play oh, golf. Man. And Can that still happen in 2020? Just get yeah, absolutely. Really? Why not? Absolutely. You know, I don't understand why the, the jump in the band concept never really took off for electronic music don't want to work. in the States, as big as this country We is. did it. But I know. I know what I'm just saying. Like, you know, I came up in punk, so like yeah. that idea always seems logical to me. Like, yeah, let's get in a, band, let's get in a car. You, know, you don't need a fucking drums and micro you know, you know, so like, why don't you just fucking fucking bus it, drive it? Bus it did, whatever. Did, I mean, I felt like I felt like Planet of the Drums did that. I mean, you guys well, yeah, we did that, but <laughs> when you talk to people nowadays, and and you ask that, and 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 they go, oh man, no, we couldn't get. Not a lot of people know about. You know what you haven't seen is uh, five thousand flyers. Why, like, why don't you go make some flyers and hand them out? You know what I mean? It's people ain't doing the work. And if you start mm. doing the work, just get it out there. Even though fires are passe or whatever you want to say, like, that's uh, hey, This is what I wanted to get to earlier. This is what I was talking about. People don't want to do the work. Exactly. That's, sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's disheartening because we, this is where someone like me, I feel like I've brought this, this, this invaluable seed over 
and I've planted it and I've helped nurture it all these years with all my crew and all my friends and all my colleagues and, 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 and fans and, and people who support, there's a lot of people who have supported drum and bass for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden it just, it, it became more about, uh, uh, like, I don't, I don't maybe it's a generational thing, man, but you know, when people go, Oh, in my day, we used to dot, 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 that's happening, man. That's happening right now with drum and bass. <laughs> that's true right there. <laughs> All you got to do is work, man. It's working right now. There's people that are hustling that are doing good flights, doing Big good. Times. You know what I mean? Never stops doing good. She's, you know what I mean? There's again, there's, there's, I don't have to rattle people off as example. I like that you did though. That's the that's that elder statesman, like I can go ahead and co-sign whatever because well, I've been right. here. <laughs> like, but that's the whole point really, of bringing it not up. Not saying though. that you couldn't see, and I see you in the chat. That wasn't a shot issue. I was just, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, you guys taking court, shots in the chats? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, did I do I'm something wrong? No, I'm taking shots. Oh, okay. If I don't right. add humor to the show, then you know what I'm saying? We're just a bunch. Hey, you guys can say anything you want. I'm not watching. I'm not looking. Just say it. No, nah, right it's all over. The it's chat is all over. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody that subscribes right now. There's a donate button. No, I'm just kidding. But there's <laughs> shout out to everybody in the chat right now, man. ATL the building, DC's in the building, New York is definitely in the building. See all y'all. You should have just played them some music. We could play some music. What time is it? We got about another 15 minutes. Oh, another 15 more minutes. Now? We need 15 more minutes in the chat. You guys want to hear some exclusive stuff? Okay, let's let's talk about one. So you're working with you're working with Saxon, yeah? I've been working oh. with Saxon for a long time, man. Um, yeah, yeah. We've we've been we've been uh quietly building our little yeah. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've been privy to that too. Yeah, I know yeah, for sure. That's why I was like, oh, you want to get in there? Let's get in there. Yeah, so like the thing about me, man, like again, I'm I'm been in here for a lot a lot of years so i don't have i mean now i'm getting to the point to where there's a rush to start putting stuff out before before <laughs> you know before i'm not around anymore. but um i gotta you know I, i'm not so concerned about these tunes when it's time it's time you know what i mean so um he and i have you know like for lack of a better term and an album's worth of material but we probably wouldn't, I don't even know if it'll be an album. I don't know what we'll do. Um, we just, we just vibe off each other really well. And he's got the same sort of same ideal that I have when it comes to music. It's just, you know, like just straightforward. And we both have, you know, again, something I wanted to say before, um, you can always go back to basics and start over and, and take it from the top. And that's where the beauty and the simplicity of this music come from it's it's just bare bones man it wasn't even it was just talent man it was it was just vibes and talent it was and people got that it's here you know what i mean so but yeah saxon and i've been working together um we also because it became time to do this 20 year um like everybody asked me about drowning every time i i I, Are you doing something with drowning? Saxon and I, <laughs> I'm going to pull him in. Um, we did, we did a couple versions. Um, we did a side mix, which is a dance floor mix that has a little bit of vocal in it. Um, just enough for people to sort of 
know what it is, but that's kind of because that's the only one I've been playing so far. Um, it's yo anybody that's heard it probably might be I don't know as far maybe let down because it's not what they remember it you know as but whoa whoa, whoa. no no don't do that I, I, I'm putting in your head that you're not gonna like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't do that this trying is to deconstruct I'm the king of deconstruction don't do that here listen how about how about how about if everyone in the chat right now wants to hear it say so yeah who wants to hear the new version of drowning i know some of y'all old enough because i have a thing where i've been hacking into everybody's accounts and stealing music so i think we should play it what do y'all think nah we should wait till next time man. yeah what you want to do what we'll, we'll have we'll have dave on next week nah let's see oh. do i have it here here man Chat's blowing up I got the microphone and everything. All right, let's go. We're going to chat over it. It's okay. So this is what we're going to do. AK, Saxon, uh, brand new Drowning. I'm going to play it for you guys now. No big deal. You know what I'm saying? You just tune in our podcast because we're great. This is the side mix. Uh, this isn't the full version. It's the side mix. Side. You know what I mean? We, like, we in the biz call it a WIP. Well, it is a work in progress, but... It's still, there's two mixes, and we were calling one the main mix and one the side mix, if you catch my vibe. Stay with me, spot a There's a remix, and then there's the VIP remix. Let your soul come the rest for a minute now. Share your mind, you just get in the fries, you ain't getting the hamburger. It's playing, ladies and gentlemen. Exclusive, ladies and gentlemen, back and forth. Got a track, Okay, hold on, 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 hold on. Hold on. This is this is crazy. All right, I'm sorry. We gotta pull that back. Right, we're gonna play. I wasn't y'all wasn't prepared, so I'm gonna put it back one more time, just so y'all ready this time. So you know we ain't bullshitting out here. You know what I'm saying? This is this is this is AK Saxon Drowning 2020. It's a work in progress. Shout out Track MC the Valiant Wayne on it. I just wanted to shout out name. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> ATL was good. Put a gas on it. The record. Hold up. I put rewind. Exclusive business. Listen. Stay with me just for the day. Gunfingers in the chat. Bye. 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 Bye.
Remix is so good. I thought I was outside with no mask. Wow. <laughs> get you everywhere. What he's saying is sick. That's a, that's a rapper metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so that's that's that. Yeah. Deconstructing too. You might not like it. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I mean, you know, it's, 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 to me, people have a certain, they hold it in such high regard that, you know, anything is going to be a letdown. And, and that's fine. It's, I'm not no, trying the, to. The chat just went bananas. So, yeah. They told me to rewind it again, but we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that you ain't dropped a donation yet. You make a request. <laughs> Am I worth the money now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, play the next one. What's the other well, let's, let's recover first. Let's no, right. I'm sorry. Recovery. I'm just excited now. I just want to You know what I'm saying? I don't get to Usa. DJ much. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Yo, I on the real though, I have been working a lot and um you can tell learning me. again, uh getting my 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 studio sort of capabilities back up to par and um you know because again like like i made i made a record and i made an album in um 2002 and uh at that time i was totally confident i mean i played bass on that record i i you know i i like everything um and i was totally confident but then as technology sort of you mm -hmm. know and and we go from from analog to to digital it was a huge you know like i don't want to sound like a dinosaur but hardware to software and you know, <laughs> like that. You know um you, you really have to to relearn things as you go and i'm still you know i'm still trying to do it and keep up and learn things and, yeah. and enough to be confident but um it's been fun, man. And, and, uh, again, going back to basics, you know, like that's where my head's at. I'm, I'm playing, uh, oh, we lost somebody. Yeah. He wasn't feeling what I was saying. What was he doing? Yeah. He that's cool. the tune was too much and then he can't stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tune was too much. And he can't stay. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm talking too much. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I will say, Ben, uh, you you've been at the very forefront of waving the flag for America. Absolutely. Damn, met you. Um, and since re uh, in in recent years as well, you've been you've been very um, persistent in making sure that whenever these USDMB comments come up, that you've been the voice of reason and trying to keep that calm. And I bring that up because I remember, I remember, I watch you go through stages and I watch it and I admire it because I did the same thing of always fighting your own demons and trying to grow. And, and, and it's a constant progress. Life is a work in progress, just like these tunes and I'll never stop evolving. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll own my mistakes. I'll make them every day. And, I remember specifically recently, um, it was almost like when you broke your arm, you had a lot of time to sit back and reflect. You couldn't really DJ as much. Like, and I think I felt like there was a shift around that time. You were going through a bunch of other things, obviously, that we won't light on here. But um, I saw that change in you then. And that's probably about, we started talking more right about that time. Yeah. Um, so um, I, just, I just wanted to point that out because I felt that shift then. Um, I've seen you producing hard since then, um, and so I just wanted to. Yeah, man. Yeah. As well. Yeah, it's uh, you know, we are we are all works in progress, and um, absolutely. You know, we have we have. Uh, sometimes you get put on a, a well, you know, you get put on a pedestal, and then you you realize nothing matters you know what yeah, I mean? for sure. and it happens it happens quick and then like you know you you go through times of your life where where you experience great loss and and pain and and you know it's 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 at the end of the day as long as you could tell yourself that you know i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and as long as i wake up tomorrow i'm gonna do better than i did today then then you you take on a whole new sort of position and it's like you know that's again that 
you get caught up when you're when you're worried about everything else other than we haven't been programmed to um to adapt to this technology as fast as it's come and what we're hearing and it was actually gareth saxon that point pointed this out it's it's um I just that just reminded me of coming to America. He goes, well, that is not I. That, that is, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but he said he said uh, we're all we're seeing is constant headlines, constant headlines, and our brain can't process it fast enough, and we're torn between having an opinion on this or that, and all we know is if we don't oppose something, we're going to have to, we're going to, you know, you're either for something or you're against something and, and there's no more room for the middle ground. And, you know, that's, that's crazy. When, when you think that like life is, you want to hold on to that middle ground. Like my man said, like the grass is green on the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't cool. be on, on like being on, all these sides and being too wrapped up in what everybody's headline is, you forget what what's important to you and your family and your, your you know, those that you can affect the people closest to you, you know, and, and um, you know, like, especially loss will, will bring that, you know, um, and, and, and it's, it makes you appreciate um, the time that you have. And, and again, like I've, I've said it a couple of times, like, I don't know how, how much time I got. Like, like that's legit. That's the truth. Like, like we, we all think about, like, I'll, I'll put it out there. We all think the same thing that, that whenever we see somebody pass on and see everybody jump up and, and give respect, we wonder, well, what's it going to look like when it's me? What's it going to look like? How, how many days, <laughs> Am I going to be on that on that vibe? You know, how many days are they going to remember me before life goes back to what it was and people get their hustle on again? You know what I mean? And it's it's a it's a it's a morbid place to be. Sorry, it's, it's, it's a world of an artist, man. So yeah, exactly. So the best thing I can do is put that out of my mind and not worry about people saying that to anybody that that doesn't make me less sensitive or it doesn't make me less um interested it just makes me more committed to the life i have with with my family with mine with what what what's mine you know what i mean and 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 all i could do is be a good person and try to give off good positivity and good advice and guide people and lead by example and that's me and salute on that. Salute, salute. Um, family's foundation, you know what I mean? So if you're considered family, and it, it, you know, family goes deeper than blood sometimes. So anybody you know that has, that can keep your spirits good and knows how to, you know, keep you positive, those are some of the most important people you can uh, have in your life. So uh, I can, I only got respect for something like that. Because uh, that's one of, I, Monty's going to touch on this later. But it's one of the things I believe that can uh, help people with a lot of mental issues, you know, along the way and stuff. So, um, you know, this, this is all important jewels yeah. that we're talking right now. <laughs> I have nothing but great, nothing but love for that right there. Um, what's this other team? 
there's one thing it's a it's a remix that i'm working on it's definitely not finished definitely not finished <laughs> um, it's close to finish but um it's i was asked to do a remix uh for volatile cycle a tune called is what it is mm. and uh my homie's been trying to get me to do a remix for his label for a while and um I got the stems to this a while ago and I decided to go in on it. But when I went in on it, I just, I thought I, I wanted to just deconstruct it. Like, it's funny you keep saying deconstruct, but that's what I think it is. Cause I, I took everything away from it and then I just cleaned up the beats and I um, changed the bass and I, and I just let a lot of it breathe. Um, mm. But then I started looking around and I'm like, you know what? Like there's no vocal, there's no nothing. So let me go find um, a mysterious source that I searched is what it is and found these random videos and found an adequate video um, of somebody singing Thing is what it is. It is in a different language with a, with a cool piano hook and oh, wow. loop the hook over and over and and not over and over through the song but i started feeling it and i'm like you know what this can really go and so i started tuning it to that vocal and changed it a little bit um and and what you have is is the latest version i'm at so it's it's um it's it's kind of minimal it's kind of techy um i love it it's 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 cool you know check it out is what it is. Your second treat. Yes, sir. Live and direct exclusive rapper talk. This track Valiant. Live and direct.
Who's the business, ladies and gentlemen? AK-1200 is nothing. It's called Is What It Is. Laughing talk. The worst thing for a podcast ever. <laughs> 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 the audio cycle is coming out. That's it. Stop that, brother. We can stop that. Yeah, we out here exposing ourselves here right now. Like, relax. Relax. You want some blood? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, man. So no one's ever heard that at all, hey? No, no, no. Nobody's heard that. Like legit. Like nobody's heard that. Special. You feel special. Absolutely special. Yeah, that. That was a little bit of those. I forgot my mask at home records right oh, there. You can't use the same metaphor twice. I tried to flip it a little bit, just a little You've bit. You've had right? plenty of time since <laughs> to come up with something new. The nerve. <laughs> I expect better from you. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that's it's dirty, man. It's funny. Well, somebody just said that in the chat. The chat's gone crazy once again. Shout out to everybody in there. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, since we're here, let me go ahead and yell um, a bunch of names right now. Since you guys are there, I do like to shout you out a lot. It's growing quite a bit. So uh, let's go shout out. Uh, Swift was good. Another TV viewer was good. <laughs> was good. Root, every week I appreciate seeing you. Daddy Doe, my dog. Passive's in here. True Life was good. Passive. Uh, Esteric. Uh, so, so what's up? Evo. Uh, feet. Big up, Johnny Good Times, uh, uh, Jay Purcell. I'm over here struggling with screen names like I can't read. Now some wild shit. Uh, Lang Langu- Langarage. No, I'm just kidding. Language DMB was good. Lieutenant Langarage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Mason Gasm is in the house. My fo- my family. Mason, family. what's yes, up, sir? Also, AK. He said hi earlier, but we was in the conversation. Um, Meta Pattern is in here. All my ATL crew. MJ is in here. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Reed is up in here. Johnny Good Time, I said, was up in here, and Amanda as well. They do Elevate DMB, which Elevate is down here. Crew, and, and Thesis also. They do Torch DMB, which is down here. Torque, um, what's up? Obviously, does a bunch of events down here, and we have all been unifying here in Atlanta to try to make bigger things. And yeah, respect all y'all for doing yeah, that. Yeah, we you will be here soon. As soon as we get these streets open, everything will be good. Noble 97 was good. Patrol the Skies. Good to see you back here. Uh, Rebestino Stream Elements is not anybody. It's a, it's a bot because that's what I'm using. But shout out Stream Elements. You made the shit look pretty. So that's cool. Shout out the bot. <laughs> Sugar Brat was good. Virgo, how you feeling? 
subs was good. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all coming through, man. I appreciate y'all in the chat. It's not over. I just want to Yeah, we just taking a moment to we appreciate scroll out. You. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, uh, real a AK is another one for you, man. Um, your uh, relationship with Dara seems to be like, you guys are like Batman and Robin, man. Could you go in to how special that whole situation is? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Who's Robin? But I'll give it, I'll take it, whatever. This <laughs> my man. man. He's like he and I have a have a it's a tour bond because um we were often paired up in hotel rooms where James and Damien would share a room and, and Dara and I would share a room. All right. And uh you know, I man, like like that's one of the best dudes in the world right Big there. Like, he overcame a lot of stuff that a lot of people might not know. But, yeah. And he made his life. You know what I mean? Like that dude, like, and he's got conviction. He's got character. Like, like, he's like the nicest dude. He's the dude that you want to take advice from. Like when it comes to life and it comes to learning a lesson and being fair and being, you know, like, like he's, he's, Man, I I can't wait to see his little girls grow up to be oh. what they what they become because they're they're gonna they have an amazing father. They, they got they got a good dad for sure. Yes. I love Dara for sure, man. Yeah, man, yeah. we all love Dara, man. Dara's been part of the scene. I remember. I, I'm gonna just give this away. I rocked with him uh, in Virginia before the COVID thing went down, and at the time there was a lot of back and forth about you know uh, is Dara done? I thought he was done. Is he retired, done, 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 done? And me and him haven't really gotten a chance to kick it. So when we finally met up in Virginia, I said, I, know, I gave him a hug with all this. And I was like, yo, D, let me just ask you a question, man. Are you really quitting? He turned around and said, track, you'll never get rid of me. Shout out to the heart. That's all I need to know. Like, you know what I mean? That is a legend for sure. Because well, he was very specific about quitting. He said he was going to stop being a solo touring Touring, okay. right. Touring, right. right. There's, there's levels to oh, it. Exactly. Um, his passion is not yeah. new drum and bass. His passion is hardcore and mm -hmm. throwback rave stuff. That's that's that gets his blood going. And and he was a massive record collector um, th through the early days. And and you know. Um, I think uh, I don't know how much I'm even I, well I don't know all that much but I don't know how much I'm supposed to say but I do know that he's gonna try to um, when all this stuff gets back to to normal he's gonna he's gonna try to give what time he has to trying to to build a, a sort of a throwback vibe in each little market and come regularly to that to have that be part of the bigger picture that is drum and bass as a whole because yeah. like you know like you said without without the foundation the history you can't have the future and and so it's it's and it all fits nicely you know what i mean because it's it's it you can hear drum and bass in hardcore you can hear it, you know, the, the old rave, early hardcore jungleism stuff, like, you know, and, and um, there's a lot of stuff people have never heard, you know. I'm, breakbeat Science, as much as it was just a store or whatever have you been, they uh, have more than a store, but go ahead. 
I'm just saying, like the 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 work that was done, and the, and and the culture that was spread it, and the way it was done, and what it all led to. I mean, him and DB were some of the most significant people along the way of this of of of, uh, of what we have now. Actually, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So they, so he just so, so just to hear him having these ideas of how to bring the you know the culture around is exciting, and I think everybody in the chat room should be absolutely excited for something like that. Yeah, in general. It's an example of him, like this is what he's willing to offer. This is what he's willing to give of himself because he's like he's already got his whole career and his yep. life and his, but this music, it's 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 a passion. It's not, you know, he's going to go and build this for people to, you know what I mean? And, and it's just another statement of his, of his character that he's, you know, he's, this isn't a, um, it, I guess it'll, it'll play itself out. You'll see, you'll see what he's doing for people and, and, and how he does it, but it's, it's a good thing to see, um, an approachable way to giving history rather than stuffing it down somebody's throat. Absolutely. You know, very important with the, with the younger generation to not be preachy or over the top about it. It's, it's, it's show them the ropes and see what they can do. And exactly. uh, yeah. that's, yeah, that's the, I absolutely get that. Yeah, man. Sorry, I'm trying to pull something. Here. Oh, I'm like, what's going on? It's no, got quiet. Just, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the whole time I'm thinking, I was like, please don't stop. Please don't stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the nod, man. Give me, you know what? I'll, give me I'll the talk. secret I'll nod. Talk. Yeah, please. Uh, bye. Uh, no, I was going <laughs> to say, um, <laughs> no, the um, bring the throwback vibe. Uh, that That's actually kind of part of what went into that mix that I put out that you previewed in the last episode and came out. The following yeah, that was a really good mix, by the way. <clears throat> oh, thank you. And like the whole idea was when we were putting it together, was um, we wanted to somehow kind of encapsulate drone bass through the years without making it like an old school mix and without being like a chronology. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And so that's kind of like the whole idea. So, sort of a love letter to progression sessions, but also a love letter to like kind of deeper drone bass in general. And so, honestly, like, I, I can't say enough about the way Polaris mixed it um, and arranged it. And he did it in a way that, like, really kind of took you on a, a journey. It was masterful. It didn't feel like an old school mix. It, didn't, it felt like time was just a construct. You know what I mean? It wasn't linear. Yeah. It right. felt all like, like it should be there. Everything was in its right place. But at the same time, it was, it was timeless. Eh, Goldie timeless <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and so, amazing artwork must i add i gotta mention that artwork again because i was rocked i'm watching the mandalorian yeah. thinking about that damn artwork right now so <sighs> yeah man ryan bittner like i said most of the stuff he does is like fantasy stuff dragons and shit he's got a few sci-fi bits that are really cool so that's yeah. oh uh by the way um before i forget because I, I know i will um i am on another mix that just came out the other day um mr brown in toronto put out a mix with me four other Toronto MCs, um, Z, Danger D, uh, D Squared, um, and Anastasia. Uh, oh, the wow. five of us are all in one mix. I take the last 25 minutes. Um, okay. So we all get the, a segment, and it's called Undefeated. It's kind of like a, you know, keep your head up Toronto kind of mix. 
Yeah, put your link in the chats or, or, or send, you know, y'all know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they're both, the link is in the bio on my Instagram, so I'll put my Instagram name ah. up just so people know. But uh, yeah, they're both up there. It's, uh, I think it's posted on Mixcloud, so. See, talking about that, um, you guys were talking about DJs joining up. I, to be able to see the camaraderie with MCs and how MCs are linking up and starting projects and doing things. Um, I think that's vital for drum and bass um, here in America. Like, especially like to me and, and I just, I come from the opinion that the thing that makes um, other cultures envy us is hip hop. And when you have MCs use hip hop with drum and bass, that is, that makes American drum and bass. Like that's just the way it is. I can't, I can't say it any differently. I can't, there's, there's no way to spin it. Like you can't rattle off one liners like talking about crisps and, you know what I mean? Like they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. And the thing that we bring to the table is that delivery and the dialect and the, and the story. And that's what they're doing. They're telling stories when they're out there and they're chatting out to their 100%, 100%. The the blueprint is fantastic. Yes. (laughs) That's what I was talking about. Doing it and doing it right is, is that's, I mean, that's just as inspiring for somebody like me, who's just a, a fan of the music, you know what I mean? So like not to butter y'all up, but, but real talk, man, that's, that's like, that's what we've been missing is, is all the camaraderie. It works on both sides, man. It's not just DJs need to get, you know, friendly. It's everybody needs to get friendly and work together. You know, so Respect, that's for that, you know. Um, we actually, uh, all right, I'm gonna do it. What you gonna do? You gonna do it? I'm gonna do it. So Uh-oh. it's work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> WIP. All right. So you're gonna hate it. I swear. <laughs> AK brought this to my attention. We've spoken a lot. We're friends, um, and that's why I went to him and begged him. I didn't need to. I would have. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If there was anybody that I wanted to put on the next big Semper Fi project, um, we worked with Burner Brothers. We've got stuff coming out. But if there was anybody that I absolutely needed uh, to get in on this as well, it had to be the biggest American flag waving drum and bass head on there. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, we're about to put it in progress. This is a track produced by the AK-1200. Featuring? It has MC Tell. L.A. Sophie Mari. Florida. Josiah Scribes. Boston. Zizo One. New York and San Francisco. Elijah Devine. Uh, New England. JBMC. Oh, L.A., sorry. Just get it together. Rita. <laughs> San Diego. And myself. Uh, uh, Philly to Atlanta or something like that, right? Uh, it doesn't matter where I'm from. Uh, just trying. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm right here ruining podcasts. 
Um, and it's a work in progress, but I'm gonna play it for you now. We are Semper Fi. Um, you might have seen us on. <laughs> you might have seen us on such tracks called the best known as Carbars. Belly Don Carbars with other MCs. Well, there's a lot of us in this. We've got a whole Discord that we keep private to ourselves. Um, we invite all the MCs to join us. It is a community. We are trying to build something special, which we should have started eons ago, but is now is the time. And uh, first of all, I want to thank every MC that has put in on this. It's, a lot to myself, Dre. Salute to, to the whole Semper fam. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to hear that, then you know what I'm saying. Um, maybe I'll just uh, play it. Let's play it. Play That's it. A long one. Find it. <laughs> it's something wrong. Nah, there is something wrong. Of course. I feel like since this pandemic started, all I've been doing is troubleshooting. <laughs> yeah, for the record, uh, MC Tell is back in San Francisco now. Oh, all right. Say what? He wasn't L- he wasn't LA for a while, but he was back. Oh my god! All right, talk for a second while I figure out where this thing went. Once upon a time, you like that uh, setup so we could sit here. Best, hey, hey, mama. best podcast <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I could do Elvis singing Led Zeppelin. They could do let. Oh man, let's. I'll find the thing. How come nobody's ever tried to use Freddie Mercury in drum and bass? I think that's a clearance issue. Is probably. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that people have it. Um, under pressure. Like maybe. They've used under pressure. Somebody's used. DJ Passive says, "Don't be like Ted Riley right now." <laughs> He's giving you the Ted Riley jigs, bro. Watch it. Hey, did, did anybody watch the? Uh, this is playing. Playing. Playin'. I got it playing. <laughs> Shout out, Zizo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Luke Bridge. Seventy-five. Yes, yes, y'all, and it don't stop. When we touch upon the back, we make that shit hot. Sure. 
Good is pure when hatred lies beneath. Love's weight and gold can break that mold of outdated beliefs. So step on back, cause all I've tracked and path that we are on is clearly paid for both of us. United, we go strong. The knowledge that's attained turned to wisdom that's been gained. Understand it in my brain, that's the reason that I came. Anything less is lame, that's unnecessary strain. I don't go against the grain. Back to the bricks like they For the memory of Dane, early mornings when I train. Late nights, that's the frame. Release the weakness through pain. Strength that never wane, I can feel it in my veins. I ascend it to the peak and now nothing is the same. I spot fakes when they claim they're going to break bread. I'm rocking snakes, I'm the type who like to take heads. To crowd the vehicle, I'm testing where the throttle at. Scribes, author of these diet tribes, descendant of a higher vibe. I'm locking it down. Right. My thoughts are deep as dark to sleep. You recognize the top of peace. My proper feet will stock the weak and drop to the ground. Yes, yes,
fucking rocking special special um, i'm doing that i'm sure. happy that it was made i'm happy that it came out so and and yeah it's it all kinds of that. all kinds of <laughs> happiness is given here yeah that sucker is tough this is tough. Uh, and this is and this is what we we've, we've been doing at simplify this was the mission from day one from the second we started doing card bars our we got into a chat to discuss how we were going to get it done. And then the very next thing was, let's make this a thing. We're not a group. It's not It's not even a collective. It's just an understanding that a lot of us have been here for a while. Uh, we, sh- we should have united a long time ago. Let's throw all the old rules out the window that some of us jumped into. And I'll, again, just before I, I'll just put things on myself. You don't even realize that you're playing the politic game. And we don't want to do that anymore. Let's just throw whatever misconceptions have been put on us through years of experience and trying to make it completely out the window. It's not about it's not about my solo project or whatever. It's about the simple fact that we have so much diversity and now spread across the entire United States that there's no reason why we all can't get together and just make music for the fuck of it, just for the love of it. Like, and then so that's what we did. You know, we set up, set aside whatever we were doing and. The original thing was car bars. We wanted to do car bars. And then when we finished car bars, we would take a couple MCs from each giant project that we did and make separate things. And you'll hear more of that from Burner Brothers. Uh, shout out, y'all, got, y'all in the chat, Patrol the Skies. So, Patrol the Skies. <clears throat> Ritter at the end. Uh, for those Ritter people. sounded amazing on the album. Ritter came in there and did something completely different. And that's why it was nice to put him at the end there and like really let him have his own space with it. So we did yeah. that, and then I hit AK immediately. So a similar vibe to Car Bars, but AK and I both talked it. We didn't want to just make a mix with random things. Let's make let's make one long tune, and then he sat, he sent us a skeleton. It was very simple. It was very whatever. We made sure that everybody dove in so that he can then go in afterwards and literally sit and craft every single section, particularly to the MCs, and and you know. That's my second time hearing it, so I'm. Here's y'all's worth it. So shout out to that man right there. Um, we really appreciate you going in on that. It's not done yet, and it ain't done yet, man. I got more for you. <laughs> you know, so, uh, I can't wait to release that to the world, but I'm glad that we, we were able to show it here tonight. It was my pleasure, man. I, I had a blast doing it. There's so much talent again, like like that right there shows what an MC can do. And it's like, it, it doesn't matter which one you pick, which one you hear, which bar you're listening to. That's hot. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it just is. It, it's, you can't deny something that's good. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, and I ain't got, no, <laughs> it was good because um, what my main focus in the, in the, in the chat, whatever we want to call this thing, has been to push people outside of their comfort zones. Um, I'm big on that. I've always been big on everyone knows that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to do as many different style things as possible just for the sake of it because I, I just love to experiment like that. Um, but to get everyone to set aside what they normally do and to step in here for the betterment 
uh, you know what I'm saying, as of a whole. It was very special, and I'm, I'm very proud of every single person, member. In Absolutely. Who's, who's putting the time to do that, um, whether they're comfortable with it or not. And then when we go and do the other tracks is when, you know, we start to see people sink in what their normal comfort zone is. But I just, you know, it's special to me, so excuse me if I'm getting all... It's... it's, <laughs> it's like, hey, listen, it's, it's stuff that... I'm sorry to say it took this long for something like this to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? This could have been hap- this could have happened at any given time if if everybody would have just found a moment to be like, ah, you know what? It's important for us to represent what we do. And I want to, you know, it, all the things, all the small and the big things, and just to have it. And now this is pretty much something that's going to be out there for the test of time, pretty much in some form. So I mean, that's what I'm all about with this whole situation is playing tracks. Yes, sir. (laughs) 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 All right. We are are running low on time, and um, Valiant has a tune that I meant to play last week that I didn't get a chance to do. What tune is this, Valiant? tune that I wanted Um, to play. So I'm going to intro that bad boy because it's fire. uh, It's the third tune on my EP. Name of the EP changed. It's not called Jasmine anymore. It's called the Never Too Late EP. That's coming out on. Folk it's called what? You, you does sound like crazy there. That's not your not your fault, but I want to make oh, sure. Oh, sorry. It's called, it's called the Never Too Late EP. It's coming out on Focus uh, on June 26th. Uh, so this one is also produced by Cyberposix and features Desire Scribes. And the tune is uh, literally just like memories of growing up. So the tune is called Sepia. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, you know, old photographs and me and Josiah Stratt both come from a, uh, a time where sepia photographs of, of us as a kid is something that exists. So, <clears throat> no, excellent. Um, but, uh, no, it's literally us just like name dropping memories of our, uh, of our youth growing up. Ah, that's tight. So when I got the tune from Cyberposites, the tune to me sounded like the middle of August at like 3 p.m., you know, when everything is hot and still. Um, so I immediately started to think that immediately reminds me of summertime growing up. So that's just what came to mind. Yeah. I'd like to add to this because this is a, uh, another tune that I, uh, that I mixed down. So oh, Monty behind the boards. Shackle Mini Trades, Massive Um This was the tune we spoke about a while back. To me, this is this is proper MCing storytelling, where uh, both of you really dug in and painted a picture that I I not only enjoyed watching but you can actually see. Like when Josiah's rapping, and Josiah I've I've brought up a bunch of times is um, I don't think Josiah knows how good he is. He's <laughs> learning. I think he's learning. It, it, comes, <laughs> with, it comes with the lane. He he the both of you have a, a very um, great ability to paint a picture and I admire that in the both of you. So this is one of those tunes where when you both rap it, I can I can feel it. I can I knew what the tune was about. And technically if you we guys sit here and you did the intro, you know what the tune is. You know what it's about. You would you feel it. You're like I can feel myself in the streets with the both of you. I can see your friends. I know what they look like. I know what clothes they were wearing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's that kind of vibe. So let me start rambling I'll just What's it, it called again, Valiant? It's called Sepia. Sepia. So you changed the name of the tune? No. 
Don't change the name. Got it. He's got another title. <laughs> well, the working title. The working title when he first sent it to me was different. I think it was still on the stem. Unless we're talking about it. So. Uh, damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, sepia as you know, like that kind of orangey brown color. Orangey brown, nostalgic. Take sure from like a seventies and eighties head. You know what I mean? So I've got a lot of those lately, especially because I don't know. I've been looking through. I got my uh, mini urn of my dad's ashes back here, you know? and uh, like, and some pictures came with it too. So wow, the, the, the sepia, tone, sepia tone. My plate is damn turn if it killed me. Um, just give us the word, sir. We ready. Yeah, no. Oh, I feel you. Right. So y'all have to be, uh... feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good at this, Look, I screw up every week. This is actually the longest it's been. You should have a producer do it. Where's the MJ? <laughs> you should be doing all this shit. <laughs> so, 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 so Tell the guy with the boom mic to put down the boom mic. And <laughs> MJ, MJ's downstairs, seven floors down, just throwing things. Why are you screwing this up? <laughs> no, man, leave it to him. Though. He'll get it done. He will, but, you know, social distancing. Social <laughs> distancing. I love him more than most people. You know, he's downstairs. And uh, action? Just give me a sec. All right, just give me something head. else. There's three. Right, yeah. Give it to us live. And then random oh, uh, is going to turn on. Oh no! I was gonna say never mind. I was gonna tell you I got a release date for my Remix LP, but then I forgot that he, he took it back. So never mind. I don't have that release date. Never mind. Uh, I forgot. That's coming soon though. It's gonna be excited for it. Well, that's what's up. I mean, I don't know. Since we on the, the plug moment, I yeah, want yeah, to tell everybody plug. that uh, the Step Tune Remix will be the first uh, single off the Life and Remixes album. That's in the works. Mm-hmm. And the remix was done by the legendary Blaine, Conrad yeah. Blaine, for those who remember yeah. the Saturdays and years. That's right, baby. And uh, the man's put his touch on what is already, I believe, one of my most favorite songs I've done with, with Mike and uh, with Adrian. And uh, V is planning and prepping to send it to you guys pretty much really soon. So keep an eye out for that over the, over the days, probably. So, yeah. Yes, sir. I have a tune coming out tomorrow with Vandal as part of their care package EP. It's called Heretics. Um, it's a bit dubstepy. Um, I don't like to call it. It's dubstep, but it's got it's got like a really cool hip hop bounce to it. I was really excited when they sent it to me. It's probably what I might have heard it today because um, they did a preview. But um, yeah, this is not showing up in my Dropbox, my friend. Sure, I can send you a link if you want to stream. I have saved you. No, I'll send you the link. You can stream it. No, no, no. Right. Tell you what, while I look for that, so that we're not sitting here in silence and we are running out of time, I will play the Vandal's tune. Because right. why not? You are listening to the Vandal's tune from. <laughs> this one's called Heretics, featuring myself. Yo, we back on the block, 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 block,
shit Now put your hands up if you knew this The naked truth is the only drip I sip from a glass So, so yeah, we'll talk about it later. But uh, there was a little bit of uh, interference going through for some reason, and uh, some people will make take a note of that. Um, hey, sometimes technology is not going to work with it. I apologize yes. on that. So, and we're. <laughs> <laughs> This is not working out right now. But I tell you what, next episode is just going to be a valiant episode. We're just going to spend half. Ah, it's fine by me, man. <laughs> yeah, half an hour. <laughs> valiant this and valiant that. I tell you what, yeah. I'm going to play your tunes while I'm playing Call of Duty. From what's up with that? <laughs> I need to play that. Uh, my favorite, my favorite sound in the uh, <laughs> like your favorite sound. The, the, uh. Oh, god, hey, what do you think the future lies for the performing artists, Dave? What do I think the future lies? <clears throat> yeah, artists? man, I, th- I, I could tell you what I, I would hope that we can get back to normal soon. Um, it's not likely, but but I, I, would, I would like to think that I'll get back to something at some point uh, oh. where we can have that closeness. I, I don't know what it's gonna mean. I mean, I don't know how people are gonna do it. I don't know, maybe we're not going to, maybe it's not going to be about that. Maybe it's just going to be, you know, people sharing their art with smaller populations of people at a time, not being, you know, it, it, it being in little pockets like this, like, like, you know, just like playing music here, you have your, your, your group who's listening and, and that's the new normal, you know, I mean, 
I, I don't know how. For me, man, I, I don't. All the traveling and 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 being in planes and then getting off and he then performed in some of the most dirtiest places in the world. Yeah, it's it's you know I, I I'm not sure, man. I'm I'm feeling that level of. Uh, I'm not sure that that uh, that I want to be taking all these chances and getting sick, man. Because absolutely, I, I'll tell you what, man. Like in November, actually, it was the end of October. I, I played in in Houston for for that uh, Get Freaky festival. Um, and I got sick when I came home and then the next weekend I had to play in Cincinnati and I thought I had a uh, sinus infection, but I got a flu test and it was negative and it was a virus. So um, I was laid up and it came back. I was laid up through December um, and I just talked to my doctor and he's like, you know, I had a thing like that too. And we're wondering if, you know, if it could have been the onset of COVID and stuff like that. And, um, because I mean, my wife and I both felt like we were literally on our deathbed. And the thing is, man, when you when you go and, and you're out there exposed to the elements, you're gonna get you're gonna get sick. You're gonna get some. Yeah, you're gonna embrace something. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's it's now we gotta you know like 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 germs ain't no joke, man. So I don't I don't know how much performing. Um, there, and I don't know how much I will say that I do think that we will see some of the most cleanest bathrooms throughout the night that we've ever witnessed. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> we can only hope. You know, we can hope for sure. You know, maybe they'll start, me and Imani have to start, they'll probably start shooting Purell through the smoke machine. Just <laughs> <laughs> up the space. Speaking of sponsorship, Purell tour. Yeah, exactly. Straight up. Latex gloves everywhere. I wear my gloves yeah. everywhere. It should look fine. 3M. The 3M. Somebody, Sugar Brett said uh, focus needs to be more on local U.S. events more than international focus. I don't. I think that's going to be a given. I don't think we have a choice because, um, you know, they're on lockdown longer than we are. That's Ooh. for sure. And, yeah. you know, salute to everybody out there. You know, you know, I want to speak to a lot of events. It's a different thing, man. Like, just because America decided that the shit's over doesn't mean the rest of the world did. thinks it's over. <laughs> Maybe there's a few knuckleheads who want to follow the American. I'm just going to tell you now, if you're from Europe, do not follow us at no. all. Please don't. No. Is all that- we're for is Levi jeans and, and fucking- <laughs> we don't find <laughs> Shit, it's bad enough that I think that uh, our traveling international has officially changed. So, you know, there's so many levels to things that are going to happen over the next couple of years that, uh, yeah, we just better have fun here while we can. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Every day. Every day, every day. Sheesh, man. We are at the two and a half hour mark, gentlemen. And yes, it's sir. funny because I Both. feel like we can just. We could wrap for like another. Six hours. Huh? <laughs> I said, did I win something? Yeah, about the one. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, um, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. I want to thank you for spending time with us and spending time with everybody in chat. And that'll be on if you 
you guys have watched the highlights lately, you can share it. We just, I appreciate everyone that's tuned in. Uh, I appreciate track. Thank you all for coming through. Once again, um, everybody just take a minute, reflect, understand where you are, be happy you're breathing, happy that you can make tomorrow a day, no matter how hard that struggle is. Uh, take the time to appreciate the fact that you are here. And um, if you need help to reach out to someone, anyone, many people, if you have to, and keep doing that until you get so. Um, actually, it's a good time. Two things, two jokes. I'll start with a joke and then I'll get to something more important. Uh, AK sent me a picture of a bottle of wine earlier that says Nigger on it. <laughs> oh my God. Here's the drill My mother gave me that bottle of wine when I turned 21. And every year since then, someone sends me that photo at least times a year. <laughs> so, whoever works at the bottling company for Daily Juice Wine, y'all owe me a check. Big time. It's been a long running joke. Every time somebody sends it to me, I'm like, yes, I know. Right? <laughs> there it is. David Bruce Wine. David Bruce Wine. That's Go how you celebrate. This has been sponsored by it has not till you cut the check. Anyway, so and the other thing was on the note that I was getting on exclusive about the fresh market. I just wanted to make that joke real quick. Um, I do want to say that my birthday is Monday. Um, hey, chill, 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 I, um, as everybody knows, I've been trying to push this as much as possible online, but I made a, um, a fundraiser for Suicide Prevention Hotline online, and I want to tell you that within 10 minutes of setting the goal, we need to make that goal. Oh, I want to thank less. every single person who contributed, and for those who haven't contributed, just because a goal has been set doesn't mean you can't help. So if you can go on my Facebook personal page, for all my people, out there and um, and I'll put something up for DKM that's on my birthday on my fan page but I appreciate anyone who's pushed into that it is a very important subject to me for anybody who we've had this discussion every time you're dealing with mental health um, you're not going through it alone um, people who are in toxic relationships right now find a way to reach out to somebody all that so take care of yourselves take care of each other stay blessed stay positive spread alright and thank you guys for coming by Sick. It's been no, sick. Terrible way to end a pandemic podcast. Let's not talk about being sick. <laughs> AK twelve hundred came through, dropped a whole bunch of exclusive stuff for y'all. Valiant and got some really dope music. I'm gonna figure out how to play one day. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my brother. But yeah, uh, I appreciate y'all, man. That's not dude. That's been fine with that. I believe there are still streams going from the Atlanta DJ Collective. If not, there are also streams still playing from uh, the Respect Crew. There's plenty of music out there. So if you're not trying to go to bed, continue to enjoy yourself. Shout out my whole family. We love y'all. And God bless. I'm hanging up this one. Well, hang up then.